Matthews with the first episode of Short Balls. And boy, am I blessed to bring back my old host of Balls to the Wall here, recruiting analyst for Rivals, Nick Harris. How the heck are you doing? You used to be our host, and then, man, your business just blew up on us, man. You didn't have any time, man. What's been going on in your life these days? Man, it's going good. I can't complain. Um, I recently took a, a promotion with Rivals uh, doing national stuff uh, and as a national recruiting analyst, so mainly covering uh, Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, uh, Mississippi, and Oklahoma um, for Rivals.com. Um, it, it's, it's been a blessing, and I've had a fun doing it, but that's been my last few months. It's been really busy just getting settled and getting acclimated. I mean, people probably don't really realize this, that, you know, part of your job is going to these camps on the weekends, interviewing players and things of that nature, but you're not flying, you know, you're driving <laughs> to these destinations. So your weekends start on Thursdays and they end sometime, what about early Monday morning when you roll back into the house? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I prefer driving too. So even when there is an option to, to fly somewhere. I, I was like, I, I look at the map and I'm like, you know, I can, I can make this drive. I want to see some new things, but I bet by the time I, you know, get used to making that drive consistently, I'll, I'll go ahead and hop on that flight, get a, get a nice little Southwest seat. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and I guess it's gotta be also nice because I know that you're very passionate about what you do there. And now you've got the bit, you know, one of the biggest outlets here and rivals that, you know, guys, they're so, you know, they're, they're, I mean, they're revered in the profession here, top of the line here, and they've got a lot of really good guys and staff that work there with you too, man. It's got to be nice to kind of be able to kind of rub noses with some of the other national guys. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I loved my time at 24-7 Sports. You know, I think they're some of the best in the industry. Yes. Uh, and being able to learn from those guys, learn with those guys, and just kind of soak in knowledge, it was phenomenal. But, you know, being on the rival side of things, you know, it's more people, it's more connections, it's more ways of thinking. Um, it's more ways of content creating. So uh, just kind of get, getting into, you know, that mold and, and, you know, learning how those guys operate. It's been a, it's been a real blessing too. And I'm sorry, I, these oh, text notifications keep coming working, in. Buddy. That's, um, I thought I had them silenced, but I can't figure it out on this computer. I'm, I'm also like not technologically advanced. It's terrible. I'm, I'm the worst technologically advanced 22 year old on the planet, I promise. But, um, but yeah, it's been a blessing at Rivals, just being able to learn from those guys. And, you know, I'm still getting at acclimated but um you know ask me about in about six months and i'll really be able to tell you just how you know much they've been able to help um you know for, in the long term but in the short term it's been fantastic absolutely and i like how you mentioned 24 7 there we know we've been good friends with mike roach i think he does an outstanding job i know he kind of took you under his wings i know the guys on the ut um you know helped you out a lot they actually asked you to cover the basketball beat you know so yeah. kind of gave you a branch out a little bit a little bit so you get some more experience doing something else can you can you talk about that football recruiting side the basketball recruiting side it's a big difference isn't it 100 <laughs> percent. there's a there's pros and cons to each and there's advantages and disadvantages in each uh, I will say like me personally I I love watching basketball more but I love covering football more um, just because there's a lot more aspects to it I feel like I'm better at it um, there's a there's a lot more intricacies to the game um, you know there's there's so many things you could cover or analyze and, and while that is still true in basketball it's just a lot more 
more potent in football. Um, but uh, yeah, juggling both of those beats, it was a ton of fun. I had a lot of fun covering the, the Texas basketball recruiting beat, you know, last year when they were bringing in transfers after transfers and, you know, I'd kind of hit on a couple and it was, it was feeling good. I'm not going to lie. It was a great time. Um, but uh, when I took this job at rivals, I had, uh, you know, kind of thought about the idea of maybe keeping just the Texas Longhorns basketball beat going, but I went ahead and let it slide and, you know, maybe one day I'll, I'll pick it back up, but uh, but I do miss it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Texas, they landed a transfer like two or three days ago. And it just kind of caught me off guard because I was I, I didn't know who the guy was. <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm really out of touch now. <laughs> well, the, the irony of all this is that, you know, at one point, you know, you get to use your writing, which I didn't find out until a couple of years back that you really were passionate about writing so much. So now you have a job that allows you to kind of do the engaging part and also kind of touches the writing aspect of, you know, your passion there. Can, is it nice to be able to kind of blend both of those at the same time? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I always try to uh, tell people who, you know, ask me for advice or just kind of ask me, you know, ways that they can advance and, and excel in their career and just be multifaceted, you know, have, you know, multiple parts of your career that people that that will appeal to employers. Um, and so uh, writing, broadcasting, um, editing, whatever, uh, if you have all those aspects, and you kind of blend it into, you know, a, a solid product at the end of the day, then that's going to make you more valuable to, you know, rivals or 24 seven sports or whatever you want to do. And that can work, you know, all through different types of businesses and industries. So, uh, but me, as far as like writing, um, grew up wanting to be an author, like when I was a young, young kid, um, like in elementary school. And then once I figured out there was a lot that went into it and you don't really make that much money doing it. Um, I was like, well, I could be a sports reporter and, um, you know, started really falling in love with the broadcasting side of things. And that's what I'm still going to school for. And, you know, I feel like I have a, a future in broadcasting one day that I think could be just as awesome. Um, and that, you know, that's a goal that I still have. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've been able to blend it with, with rivals. Uh, rivals does a fantastic job on their video team, um, you know, pushing out video content, and uh, it kind of allows us to uh, some freedom there as well. So uh, being able to have both of those um, along with the writing skills, it's been uh, it's been fun and it's it's letting me kind of branch out and, you know, excel at the things that I was already good at. I'm glad you mentioned that about that. I was going to ask, you know, I know you and I, we've done some basketball games, high school, you know, broadcasting games or rivals that still allow you to kind of do some of those freelance. 100 percent. Fraz did last year. Excellent. Excellent. 100%. I, uh, I called the, the regional tournament. I think that was in the last couple of weeks that I was working for 24 seven called the uh, regional tournament with Duncanville Garland, Cy Falls and Cy Ranch. I want to say yes. it was at a Ellis Davis field house in South mm -hmm. Dallas. And man, it was that regional final with Duncanville and, um, uh, Garland. I feel like that was the best game I had ever done. And, um, and, you know, I went into the weekend really rusty and I came out like super solid. So it really kind of reinforced my, my belief that, you know, I, I, I think I could be good at it one day for sure. I think that's, I think that's where, the, I think that's where it's all headed. I mean, I mean, we've seen the, we've seen the progression. I have no reason yeah. to doubt that it's not going to land there. Um, and the other thing that you got to be able to do at um, 247 there was work two different universities for a while there. You're working University of Te Texas and you're doing the Baylor side of things too. How did you juggle that? Because I mean, it's information coming all the time then. You know? Yeah, you know, now I'm juggling about 15 to 20. So it's, uh, <laughs> it, it, it was it was fun because it was, it was easy when it was Texas and Baylor because, you know, they're mostly focusing on the same guys. And, um, you know, if Baylor offers a recruiter at a certain point, you can kind of expect a Texas offer to come for at least 60% of those at some point in time. So it really helped with covering the Texas beat because I was 
was familiar with a lot of kids already. Um, but now, now I'm covering probably 15 to 20, you know, major power five, uh, universities in this region. And, um, you know, you're kind of figuring out who the Baylor is in different States when it comes to recruiting and maybe who the Texas is in different States when it comes to recruiting. So, um, that is still something I'm getting used to and still getting acclimated with. That's part of the, uh, ask me in six months, we'll see where I'm at type thing. Um, but, uh, you know, getting familiar with Mississippi state, LSU, um, Oklahoma state, uh, you know, just random schools and I maybe haven't been familiar with the recruiting process in the past, getting familiar with those. And then, um, you know, really trying to blend that into my work. It's been a lot of fun and it's still something I'm, I'm learning and getting used to. And, but if you're not learning, then you're not working. So. Right. Well, I guess the database has just got a little larger, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 100%. 100%. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Um, was there anybody growing up that you emulated anybody you wanted to be you know I mean you got blessed with the internet blow up that had so many different internet avenues and jobs and all that stuff that obviously I didn't have that you know when I was growing up but was there anybody that you kind of patterned your game and you wanted to be like you know I wouldn't say you know I I would wake up in the morning and be I want to be so-and-so today but I, I will say there were there were two different people, one in broadcasting and one in writing that, you know, I I looked up to for sure. And broadcasting, it was always Gus Johnson, um, you know, from from the first time I watched a game of his, I was like, yeah, I want to be that guy. Um, it's super awesome. And then on the writing side of things, uh, which is crazy because he was a recruiting writer for a long time as Damon Sales uh, and from the Dallas Fort Worth area. Um, he had done a feature on uh, Greg Little, um, who if, if listeners out there don't remember Greg, Greg Little, top five prospect. I think he was class of 2016. He went to Allen. Yeah. Something like that. He went to Allen, then he went to Ole Miss and played with the Panthers for a bit, had a cup of tea in the league. Um, but he did a feature on Greg Little uh, when he was working for Bleacher Report, Damon Sales did. And it was, you know, super long, super well thought out. And it, it, it was awesome. It was an awesome piece. And, you know, ever since then, I kind of read his work. And that's what kind of got it got me interested in recruiting at the end of the day was reading his work. So um, I, I would probably say Damon Sales had a big influence on me at least getting involved with recruiting. Um, and then uh, Mike Roach was huge in getting me, you know, invested in recruiting. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. That's excellent. Well, when you came over to Rivals, you had Mr. Farrell lead the group there, you know, and yeah. now he's not there. Is there is there a replacement now for Mr. Farrell just yet, or did that kind of shock everybody when you got the news about when that happened? No, uh, Adam Gorney has been our uh, national uh, recruiting director for. Uh, I guess he's been the national recruiting director for about the last year, year and a half. Farrell he's had kind of transitioned into college football. Is he mainly, what? Is he mainly the West Coast, Adam? Yeah, he's out west, but he's he does great job nationally. Um, he's really invested with all of our analysts, you know, staying staying input with you know what's going on across the country. And you know, I feel like he's he's the perfect man for the job right now for sure. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, my man, you know, I want to wrap this up with this. I was going to say, you know, it was great meeting you as a. I think you were going into your sophomore year. It was the first games at the Star on that. Um, all four games that the Frisco Stools did at the Star on that Saturday afternoon. What do you think is the biggest surprise of the industry from you being that wet, snotty-nosed kid then to where it is now today? You know, what is the biggest surprise in the industry for you? Man, biggest surprise. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say there's really any. 
um, you know, I, I'm, there's been things that have come across that have been, you know, super unexpected and, you know, the industry itself is unexpected. Um, where the industry is, uh, trying to predict what 16 to 18 year olds are going to do. So, um, the nature of it is being unexpected about pretty much anything. Um, but, um, man, I can't point to one thing. It, you know, when I think about it in the, in the grand scheme of things like that in the last, I guess that was, was seven or six or seven years ago, I just kind of think of the, uh, a lot of the work that that's gone in since then. And, um, the people that have come across, you know, across the state, and now it's going to be across the region, which will be really cool. I'm looking forward to doing, um, it, it's more so just like relationships and, and things, things like that. And remembering, you know, kids that have come across and athletes and parents and stuff like that. I think that's pretty cool. I, I tell people all the time, they ask me about being in the media and everything. And what do you really, really like about it? Yes. And I think you probably feel this way too. It's the relationship with the other media members. I don't look at them as adversaries. 100%. You know, they're friends of ours. You know, you go to these events and you look, you, you can't wait to cut up with them and have some fun with them and talk and see how they're doing. I said, man, that's, that's the one thing that if I ever walked away from the media, I think that would be my biggest void because your athletes come and go, you know, it's a new crop yeah. every year, you know, they kind of come, but some of the same guys are still doing the same things, dude. And so now you're talking about 10 year relationships and friendships. And that's the thing for me that I just know I would absolutely miss. 100%. There was a, there was a point a couple of years ago um, when I was, you know, traveling around the state on my own dime, not making a whole lot. And um, you know, there was, I had run into about a two, three week stretch where I just wasn't getting a whole, whole lot done. And, you know, I was kind of missed because it is hit or miss you know sometimes and I was missing a couple of weeks it was a bad stretch during the regular season and uh, I was like you know what let's go to a really popular Dallas game let's just you know have fun with some guys and I can get some stuff done there and that was huge for me going to that game and, and seeing guys like you seeing guys like uh, Jay Gray who works for under the radar seeing guys like you know Adam Sandoval too I mean there's a ton there's there's 30 we would yeah. be here for an hour if I if I listen to somebody off <laughs> yeah exactly and then I'd leave somebody off and they'd be in my comments and then I'd have to apologize but um but no it, it, the fellowship of everybody it, it is super awesome and you know when there are problems they get they get addressed which I feel like is you know it's so natural and everyone's transparent so it, it's really cool we do have some some bad weeds in the grass but who doesn't <laughs> And then I was going to also ask you, I mean, we're blessed, Nick and I, I think you have kind of have the same personality. We have a good relationship with coaches, you know, and I yeah. think that's also been a big boon for me personally, is just the relationships I have with because they, they seem to trust what we say, that we're going to keep it in-house and we're going to do good by them. And it now allows them to be a normal person to us, yeah. you know? <laughs> and I think that that's what I think I get away from what you do with a lot of guys, that they'll just talk to you as Nick Harris, not Nick Harris, the reporter. Yeah, I, and that's something I've gotten, I've had to get better doing in the last uh, couple of years. Um, you'd asked me a couple of years ago, I probably would only be able to pull, point to like my high school coaches, you know, probably the only coach I had like a solid relationship with. And it was really tough, um, you know, trying to, you know, come in as a 20 year old or a 19 year old yeah. and trying to build relationships with coaches, just because that age gap is, it's always going to be there, you know, no matter how you know mature you are in conversation or how much, you know, um, but I, I feel like, I, you know, once I grew the beard out, it got, it got, it got much easier. <laughs> but no, say, you uh, didn't look 15 at 20 anymore. That's why. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, but no, it, as time went on, it, it became easier for sure. 
Um, and the last question to be with you is, um, I know that you, you know, you're with Rivals. You've just been there shortly. There, you know, I'm really good friends with Josh McQuason, and I know he said he was going to try to help you out a little bit, show you kind of some of the ropes. You know, has he been there very, been bending your back, you know, been, been big brother to you a little bit? And then also, you got to look forward to being able to do the national, you know, camp this year. I mean, you'll, you'll be there, you know, the one of the premier events in the summer. Man, that's got to be awesome to know that you're going to be there with 500 of the best athletes in the state in the country. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at first on Josh, Josh was some probably he was one of the uh, the people I was most looking forward to working with whenever I uh, I came over. Like the the day or the moment I agreed to you know come over to rivals, I shot him a DM and it was just like a very you know uh, what's the word. Um, uh, deceiving gif i guess uh it was just a gif and he responded with another one so no josh is awesome that's my guy um he's he's made it really seamless with me transitioning and covering a lot of the ou beat stuff now which has been super awesome and you know i have to shout out kind of all of our publishers in this region they've been super awesome and kind of helping me um you know get acclimated with different beats and acclimated with different sources and whatnot but um uh, the second part of that question, what was it? I, I'm sorry, I'm blanking. Oh, I, you know, I was just talking about being able to do the national, you know, the tournament at the in, in um, is yeah. it July. Is it July? Is it July when it is? Or is it? The yeah. So in June, we're going to do our uh, national underclassmen challenge. Um, so we'll have, I think, 200 or 250 of the best underclassmen in the entire country. We'll be in Atlanta. Um, it'll be a fun weekend and uh, we'll be able to see, you know, a lot of the, the guys that are going to be big in the next year's class and the class after that potentially, too. So. Um, I, I'm really excited about that and, you know, was able to do the, the Rivals Dallas camp a, a few weeks ago and was was able to bring in a ton of top talent to that. I, I really feel like it was one of the best camps Rivals has ever had in Dallas and, you know, nice. we, we did a really awesome job and I had a lot of help from our publishers and our national team, our video team. They all did a fantastic job and just, you know, making it worthwhile for the kids because that's all that what matters at the end of the day. You know, I spent the next two days after the camp just hitting up kids being like hey you know did you like it what did you not like just give me any feedback and it was 99 positive feedback so um it was super it's been super awesome kind of you know getting acclimated with that kind of thing too um because i am the youngest guy on the national staff that that took a little bit of acclimating as well but you know now that it's here and now that i'm you know starting to really get settled it's been it's been cool well, and then the brand rivals kind of get you through the door anyway, you know, I mean, and even if you haven't met the kid, you know, that kind of helps a little bit, you know. 100%. The, the brand is very, uh, it's it's very potent, even here in, in the state of Texas. Um, you know, it, despite, you know, they're not being a regional analyst in Texas, I would say that's, you know, really done, uh, been located in Dallas or located in Houston in the last, you know, five or so years. Um, you know, kind of bringing that back in the Dallas area, it's been really easy just because the brand has been around for 20 plus years. And, you know, it was the uh, basically the founding fa father of, you know, Internet recruiting. So or one of them, at least. So um, it's it's been really awesome having that brand attached 100 percent. Well, man, Nick, man, I mean, you've come so long from being an intern at FridayNightGlory.com some 70 years ago, man. I mean, you're really blown up. I couldn't be more proud. I feel like a proud uncle when I see you keep having this success and you're around good people. And that's the other good thing that makes me feel really good because you circle yourself around some really good guys and professional guys that I know they got your back. And I know you got their back. So anytime you have that kind of brotherhood, man, that just leads to success. I tell people all the time, I said, it's Hang around great people and great things happen. 
just hang around with good people. Sometimes good people can bring you down too. So yeah. keep doing what you're doing. We miss you over at Balls of the Wall, but you know what? We'll have you on every now and then and say hello. Please, how please, let's make it work. When it slows down, maybe a little bit after the national, you know, when you got a little a 10 day break, maybe before yeah. full scale. <laughs> I'm taking my vacation in July. I want everyone to know I will be off Twitter for a week. <laughs> That's funny because I know Josh on the board, he always takes one trip like in the fall, but he kind of squeezes it in between the games and then he takes one, you know, in July. You know, he's gone for yeah. 10 days or 14 days. He's like, see yeah. you guys later. That's going to be me. <laughs> I don't By the end of it, they're going to be like, is Nick okay? <laughs> like, did, <laughs> exactly, is he all right? <laughs> exactly. Well, man, thank you so much, Nick, man. You keep doing good things, man. Tell your tell your roommate I'm proud of him too, Colin, man. He's done a heck of a job. He took the national job there in Nashville for 247, man. He's done a great job too. He hustled and grind, man. And I love seeing good people having good things happen to them, man. And I'm, I couldn't be more proud of you guys, man. And thanks for doing this so much, man, from the first episode of Short the Balls. My man, Nick Harris, you, you got another record. You'll be the first crammer on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm on the first episode of both editions. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, buddy. I'll keep in touch with you, man. You keep doing Thanks what you're it. doing, man. We appreciate it, man. Have a good one.